Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Grace and you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A number of stories I'm going to get to over the course of this hour. You may recall a story I did last week where police in Yonkers, New York, were almost railroaded by community residents, only a handful of community residents, when the police did nothing wrong. I feel bad for what these Yonkers, New York police officers had to go through. And now the rapper that was at the center of all this that was involved, his name is Styles P., He is apologizing. The rhetoric could have started a riot, and you will hear his apology in just a moment. Mayor Adams vowing to follow through on his promises to crack down on crime Sunday as he touted recent drops in murders and shootings, although other forms of lawlessness are high. And so Adams said uh, on Sunday, crime is uh, really taking all of the oxygen out of the room. But here is certainly one area where the mayor and I agree. He was asked about New Yorkers' complaints of of, uh, garbage odor. And the mayor says when he's traveling around New York City, what he smells is marijuana. And that's one of the reasons why I've never supported legalized marijuana, the impact on children. It's a gateway drug. And and we're taking behavior that is outside of the norm, and we are making it normal. Listen to Mayor Adams. The number one thing I smell right now is pot. It's like everybody is smoking a joint now. You know, um, uh, you know everybody has a joint. Uh, I, I, I'm not smelling. Maybe I have a New York nose. A New York nose. I don't find any of this funny. It's it's rather sad to me, but it is the reality of what we live in. And by the way, on the crime front, so far this year, murders are down nearly 8% and shooting incidents decreased more than 10% compared with the same time frame in 2021, according to stats from the NYPD. But... But, but crimes are still at peak levels. 
compared with pre-pandemic levels and overall stats for major categories of crime, robbery, assaults are up more than 37%. A shooting Sunday at the Greenwood Greenwood Park Mall, excuse me, in Greenwood, Indiana, it has left three people dead and two injured. I do find this part very interesting. The shooting suspect who police believe acted alone was killed soon after by an armed citizen at the mall. So maybe you folks here at WABC, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong in terms of my push for more gun control and, um, it was an armed citizen that put an end to this. Now, this story, the next one, really troubles me because things are getting even uglier in New York. The Queens bus rider assaulted in an alleged anti-white crime told the uh, New York Post that one of her attackers, uh, three African-American women, one of her attackers accused her of being a fan of former President Donald Trump before the assailants bashed her on the head. 57-year-old Jill LaCroix, a a grandmother of five, was left bleeding after she was blitzed by, if you will, three uh, black women July 9th while riding a city bus, an attack that is now being investigated by the NYPD's Hate Crime Task Force. Now, I'm quoting Miss LaCroix, and she says, before they hit me, the girl with the green hair said, you probably like Trump, don't you? And her response was, I love him. And then she said, I don't see which one hit me first. Now, I'm continuing with what she says. The one with the green hair, she was uh, saying she hates white people, the way they talk, hates white skin, the way their skin cracks saying she was gangster, and this grandmother uh, was headed to visit her mother at the time, and she says that she was the only white person on the bus, and by the time the bus passed uh, St. John's Cemetery in Woodhaven, uh, one of the girls started in on her saying, that's where I'm going to bury you. Very troubling incident. And we're also going to have a follow-up a bit later, to that AOC incident where she was sexually harassed, walking up to the steps of the Capitol. The man that's accused of uh, doing it um, went on to Alex Stein, went on to a, a podcast of Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Green says AOC should say thank you. So a lot is going on, and of course, we are going to be taking your telephone calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Before I get in directly on that Yonkers situation, and you're going to hear this rapper apologize. And frankly, folks, even in his apology, I, I wonder if, if he was uh, if he had smoked some weed, but... But um, we're going to get to that in just a second. Let's start with the telephone calls. Larry in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind? Yes, I want to I visit the problem that May Adams identified, because I visited it with you uh, a few weeks ago, the marijuana problem. 
And you and I asked and I, I I I inquired about the prospect of reversing some of the lead laws. And you said that ship had I believe you said that ship has sailed. Well, I want to tell you something. That if that ship has sailed, put me on it because all we have is our neighborhoods. Okay, our neighborhoods are sacred. I live in a pretty a pretty good neighborhood. Okay, it's been very uh, safe and secure for many years, and it's being infiltrated by pot smokers. I'll say it, I'll say it openly. They're all, they're mostly African American. The Mexicans also smoke, but they come in from other neighborhoods because there are now. Uh, there are now what do you call it? Um, okay, okay, but Larry, stores. but Larry, but but let's be clear: uh, African Americans yeah. are not the only people to smoke marijuana. It, it is a societal uh, thing now. But please continue. Well, in my neighborhood, the, people smoke indoors, but the African Americans come into this into in, into the neighborhood from other neighborhoods because there are pot stores that sell pipes and paraphernalia, and they come by car. But even during the day, the students when they get out of high school, and you're right, not only African Americans. I saw this this uh, this this 16 year old girl waiting for a bus, and she was stuffing her face with a fat joint and smelling up every. And, and you know something? You couldn't. You, you, I couldn't do nothing to her. There are cops all around. They say you can't do nothing. And the only thing I do is issue a, a nasty comment. But our societies are being ruined because of the devil himself, Andrew Cuomo. I hate that man so much. He, he, what he does is he ruins people's lives and society and then walks on into the great beyond, you know, into the wild yonder with his dog and enjoys his life while he destroys neighborhoods and people. For what? For income? Because marijuana is going to bring income? You destroy people's lives? Well, I, I hear you, Larry, and thank you for the call. But, but, but uh, marijuana is now basically national. And so I understand that the person impacting here in New York State was the Cuomo administration, but it's something that was a national movement. I do not agree with it. Let me be clear. And, Larry, I sympathize with your point because, um, you know, if I have my grandkids with me, I don't, I don't want to be walking around with, with someone smelling uh, smoking marijuana and it smells awful and and they think they have and I guess they do every legal right to smoke it and and I've got to explain to my grandkids what what's going on. Let's go to Chris in the Catskills. Good morning, Chris. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. You're you're bringing home a lot of issues that that hit close to home. Um, I, I myself, throughout my life, had, had some issues where I smoked too much marijuana. And uh, as an adolescent, I threw away a good brain. You know, I, I would have been the type of guy with high SAT scores, straight out of the box, going to a school like Cornell. And, you know, I ended up going to a community college and not taking uh, studying seriously. And I, I was able to, to, to earn several master's degrees, uh, even though I use marijuana because uh, my mom belonged to Mensa. She was a highly intelligent person, and she passed along a lot. But there were times in my life where marijuana maybe helped me deal with stress. Turns out I had fibromyalgia, and I was probably self-medicating myself for years. But um, it, it, it's, I don't believe it's a gateway drug in the sense that it makes you do other drugs, but you're going to associate with people that do other drugs. And out of boredom, you might try something which I did foolishly when I was a young adolescent. And, and I, I could have really gotten myself hurt and in some serious trouble. You know, um, I think marijuana does have medicinal purposes. The problem is it can be very enjoyable and things that are enjoyable, alcohol, marijuana. Um, it's hard for people to 
control themselves when things are enjoyable like that. Well, Chris, I, I thank you for the call, and and you, you are making some very uh, valid points. And the reason why I say it's a gateway drug, because I know it is. I, I have family members where it's it's turned out to be a gateway drug. I, I have young people in my life that I have helped raised that were on a path that was set up for them, that I set up for them for great success, and they started smoking uh, marijuana just about, every day and ended up falling off and, and losing everything. But thank God they are back on the uh, correct path. And so I'm going to continue with your telephone calls in just one second. But I just want to, for for example, we're going to go to Jennifer in Boston and uh, Susan in Brooklyn, Stan in Forest Hills. I want to set up this situation in Yonkers because as I was railing on Friday, it was disgusting what these cops had to go through. And now the rapper is apologizing. His name is Styles P. I had never heard of this guy before, but he's aligned with uh, Jadakiss. That's a major uh, rap star. And frankly, I have to wonder if marijuana was somehow involved in this. Certainly, I think marijuana was involved in his apology because you're going to hear his apology uh, in a second. Um, and it sounds like he was high while he was in the car making the, or maybe he was tired at the end of the day. But, Styles P, that's the rapper, he jumped into the middle of a heated arrest last week outside Juice for Life, the juice bar that he owns with Jadakiss in Yonkers. Now, he was livid because he says police slammed a black woman to the ground to arrest her. That woman is openly gay. A video of this went viral, but you know there's a but. We didn't find out the full story until Yonkers PD released the cops' body cams. On the body cams, the police were patient, the police were kind, the police were professional. They stopped this woman as a food delivery person for the sole reason of what we all complain of, and that's mopeds being out of control, motorcycles being out of control, young people driving them on the sidewalk in a reckless way, and police across the country are being told to crack down. And so they asked her for the moped paperwork. This is all on video. She's fumbling through her phone, a hummer, 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 comes up with nothing. Okay, can you show us your driver's license? Comes up with nothing. Then she takes off running. Now, the initial viral video doesn't show that. It just shows two white cops uh, uh, taking a woman down to the ground, a woman of color, and two agitators, one being the rapper, basically uh, provoking the situation from zero to 100. And so the fact of the matter is the woman tried to get away and run and drive away in the motorcycle. And that's when the police officer approached her, ran up and caught up to her. And according to the commissioner, the officer used a standard procedure. I didn't see a slam to take her down to the ground. And then they were tussling with her trying to get the, uh, the handcuffs on. I'm going right back to your telephone calls, but I want you to hear, I want you to listen to the apology from rapper Styles P. On behalf of all young black people who've seen the video, 
I was wrong because you got to be careful of what you do and how you speak out here because we're all at danger. But we also got to kind of step up when we see being done wrong. I definitely should have delegated it better. And usually I actually do delegate it better. To be honest with you, I go through that a lot. But most of the time, it turns out in a positive manner. So there's never going to be footage of it. So that it is what it is. That's how it goes. And most of the time I'm calm because most of the time when it happens, it's usually males, all males involved. This one caught me off guard from seeing a female being slammed. Now, I understand, you know, you, there's certain ways you got to delegate yourself and there's certain ways you got to carry it. So for all the young black people, all the healthy people, all the white people, I, I don't hate cops, you know, uh, I hate the mistreatment of poor people. And so Styles P sounds so calm now. So calm and relaxed now. I want you to listen again to a little bit of what these innocent police officers that did nothing wrong, what they had to encounter. You're not getting away. Stop fighting. I'm trying to take my place. Come on. I'm doing it. I'm not a sister. I'm not a sister. I'm not a sister. I'm not a sister. No, I'm not a sister. Touch me, I'm asleep you. Meaning that that's open to interpretation. Either I'm going to knock you out or I'm going to kill you. This is what he's saying to the police officer. Telling the police officer, they're caught up trying to handcuff this woman who was totally in the wrong. And these two agitators are engaging in revisionist history. You heard them. She did nothing wrong. She... Well, did you produce your driver's license? Did you produce the paperwork? Did you take off running from the police? And see, this is the way that I'm trying to educate folks in my own community. Because you cannot 
do what this woman did and what these people did, and you think you're a victim. I see all the calls that are coming in. We're going to get to them. But I want you to listen to the rest of rapper Styles P, his apology, where he is admitting that he wanted to fight the police officer. Now, I was so mad, I wanted to kind of fight the cop, which is one of the dumbest things you could ever do. But when you see a lady get slammed on the floor and you see you watch the news every day, you know what it's like to be black. It's PTSD, it's trauma, it's all kind of So, you know, sometimes you just get tired. Now, if you're going to be in our community, this is what I say. They got to make sure the cops ain't scared or racist when they put them in certain zones. Well, uh, that's at least he's apologizing for his behavior, the uh, rapper. And so we are dealing with a number of topics. I mentioned I was going to get to Jennifer up in Boston, our friend Jennifer. So let's go right ahead and do exactly that. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, it's always good to hear you. Thank you for letting me speak. Um, it's so disheartening listening to Styles. I guess you said was his name. Yes. Because I think he got exactly what he wanted. He wanted to advance his own being. Um, and at at the sake of the cops, you know, I think I've told you before, my godson is a state police trooper. He's a Marine, um, did several tours of combat in Iraq, and he's six foot four, built like a brick you-know-what house. But he is the kindest heart you could ever see. Some of his best friends growing up were African-American, and he's white. And um, for this guy, that's all I could think of is my godson being put in that situation. And for people to say that he's scared he wouldn't be scared and he's also not a racist so how can how dare anybody say that about anybody especially someone that is willing to put their life on the line for others it just and i think of martin luther king and what a dignified man he was and what a peaceful man he was and then what a short period of time through just his human decency and his faith all that he did to better this world. And I look at at the behavior of people now uh, of all races. We've lost our way. There's a shooting last night at a bowling alley in California because people got in a fight. A guy pumping gas in California gets stabbed to death by a homeless guy in parole. I mean, people of all walks of life have lost their collective minds. And then you mentioned two things this week that I was glad you covered both the state senator in Rhode Island shaking her. Yes, Miss Twerker, state senator yeah. Mack. Okay, that was just lovely, wasn't it? That's what I think we all want out of our state senators and uh, public figures. <laughs> and then, and then AOC being harassed. I mean, one's as bad as the other. You know what I mean? But I'm glad you covered them both equally because they should both be called out. But I, I do have to say, one of your callers. Um, mentioned that AOC should be able to take as good as she goes. She says a lot of things about a lot of people. I don't condone what the guy said. I know he, he thought he was being clever and fresh, but it is, it's just juvenile mostly. But, you know, and one more thing, when that guy Styles threatened to sleep to have cop, isn't that, isn't that assault? I mean, I, it, 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 it is, but, but in the day that, and this is why I say that police are being railroaded. 
in the oh, day in the day in the day that we live in, if the police would have arrested uh, Mr. Styles P, there would have been a thousand people outside the Yonkers police headquarters claiming racism, no justice, no peace. And so it's easier for the police to say, let the clown go. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what you were going to say. You know, and isn't that sad how predictable it all is? And like we've said before, Dominic, they they advance themselves politically. They let things go that they shouldn't. And 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 who suffers? All of us at large. All of us. You know, Jennifer. Yeah. I, 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 think, I thank you for being such a voice of reason. Well, thank you, and I I thank you for the call, <laughs> and you have a wonderful morning. So, an email from my friend Sal to the program. He says, I believe. That police community relations is a three-way street. The police walk down one street. The community walks down the other street. And elected officials walk down the third street to show that they support good police community relations. And they all meet at a common intersection. But sadly, the hug-a-thug, radicalized, leftist New York Democrats, their political handmaidens, and the civil wrong leaders, civil wrong leaders, walk down the street that has a huge sign that says detour. Dominic Carter here with you. We see all of your telephone calls. We're going to get right back to your phone calls in just a moment. Talk Radio 77 WABC. They say this is a big rich town. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you. We are taking your telephone calls. A lot to get to. Uh, I see a lot of your calls on uh, legalized uh, marijuana. So let's let's stay with that for just a second. Let's go to Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Listen, uh, yeah, as far as this legalization, even before legalization of, of recreational marijuana, uh, I see it all the time. We all do. 12, 13-year-olds, these, these kids, these little boys, they can't even shave yet, and they're they're walking around, and this is so cross socioeconomic lines. I can tell you that. Um, but this is it, it is known that this is, and who knows what this stuff is laced with. So all these other adults walking around like they own that the air that we all breathe. What if this shit is is uh, is laced with uh, fentanyl? Of course. And then. And that does, you can be in the same room. I mean, we've seen this people that aren't even touching it. They they just breathe it in and they get very sick. They almost die if they're not treated right away with uh, whatever that is that they have to treat people with. And so it's a poisoning. It's not even overdose. You can just like be in the same environment. So this is why can't these people, if they want to get high all the time, just eat edibles? And they just, they just want to like. Be totally out of it and get their you, brain you, you know what, Susan? wired. I, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Alone. But you have the point of the night and uh, the point of the morning. And what was that again? They walk around like they own the air. What? That's the that's the point of the morning. What, say that again for me. Yeah, 
that they think that they own the air that we all breathe. Because they're so hopped up on drugs, all they think about themselves and getting their next high. They don't think about anyone else, and they are destroying themselves. Go ahead. But leave the rest of us, especially young people, out of this. Well, you you are correct, Susan. I could not have said it better. Uh, Legalize marijuana. Thank you for the call. It's a big mistake. But, you know, hey, it's going to bring millions in. Just like years ago, remember they said um, a lotto would bring so many millions of dollars for education. I'm still waiting to see. And, you know, every now and then they come forward and, oh, well, we, we got this amount from uh, the lottery. The, the dollars never seem to match the rhetoric of the politicians of what they said was going to happen. Michael in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's such an honor to talk to you. Well, thank you, um, Michael. I actually agree. Yes, absolutely. So I actually agree with the two, with the person who just spoke. Um, you know, I used to smoke weed for a lot of years, and I can tell you that my friends and I, we didn't care when we went outside about who was going to smell this or that or whatever shenanigans we got into. So that's definitely a thing. Stoners definitely, there's a... They just think about ourselves. And the other the other speaker who mentioned that it's not a gateway drug, I think it's easier for people who don't have someone, like right. a really close friend or right. a family they, member. With all due respect, they mean well, but they don't know what they're talking about. But please continue. Absolutely. No, yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Even in my own family members, the ones who have passed away, sadly, from drug use, or the ones who are still trapped in it for 20, 30, 40 years already, it all started with weed. And even in my own life, I could say that if I didn't start with weed myself, I wouldn't have never done the other stuff that I indulged in. And um, I would never do any of that stuff again, but it, it all really taught me a valuable lesson. And I'm definitely against the whole legalization of marijuana out here. And um, also what another speaker said, it's crazy what the police department has come to now and just letting stuff go just because of all the politics and everything that's right. going on. Well, Michael, I'm, I'm glad that you turned the corner as far as uh, marijuana. And thank you for the call this morning. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning. It's not on my mind, but how was your weekend, first of all? <laughs> my weekend was well. I got to see my grandkids, and exactly. so I'm happy. How have, was yours? Um, peaceful. Okay, we'll take it. Um, two things. I don't. I'm not sure if your folks ever heard of the Moore Act. That's how marijuana actually became legalized. And the um, this um, but the point of medical marijuana, it's it's not a gateway drug. That that was first because I know people right now that without medical marijuana, they probably would be dead because their their symptoms, what they have, cancer agreed. or whatever. Agreed. Um, I'm I'm not talking about medical marijuana. So so you and I agree okay. on that aspect. And another thing, the Yonkers. Um, I thought when you first talked about this last week that the folks that sort of jumped in to, you know, talk rah-rah for the um, the person that ran away, that they had no idea what happened. Because I, I did agree that they, the, the police was definitely right. And now I, um, I applaud the young man that apologized because it takes a big person to apologize. And I don't think he was high personally. And one other thing, the young ladies that um, attacked a woman in Queens. Yes. Uh, there's a video. They should be um, arrested. But I want to say this. Wait, wait, wait. You, you've seen a video? 
I, when you when you mentioned it, I had to pull it up because I you know I don't because I I haven't seen with a with a white woman is attacked by the three African American young ladies. Well, I saw them walking away. Right now, there's video of them walking away, but I haven't seen video um, of the actual incident. But that was ridiculous. But I just want to say, I was assaulted a couple of weeks ago in my own neighborhood, sort of slightly. I was pushed by a gentleman. That I'm sorry to hear that. I'm really and I sorry pushed him back. I said, "Listen, we don't do that." Oh well, you're in my way. Fine, but it didn't come out to cussing and hitting or whatever. It's just that everyone has this thing. Some people about just not respecting each other, and I just feel that that's not going to happen soon. But thank you for taking my call. Hey, Audrey, I I appreciate your call, but 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 this goes from zero to a hundred mm-hmm. because for for them to attack this woman because she says she's a Trump supporter, yeah, and but and, and sit. Well, well, that that's her version, and until and okay. until it's proven elsewise, you know that's what we have to go on right now. But I thank you uh, for the telephone call, Audrey. As always, we are taking your calls eight hundred eight four eight WABC eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Coming up at one a.m. about twenty five minutes from now, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Let's go to LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, and God's uh, new mer- morning mercies to all. Uh, Dominic? I'm listening. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me of uh, very much the scenario with uh, this rapper, uh, how they prevented the showing the, the front the part of the video with the uh, um, January 6th thing. You don't see, I was there at Washington for January 6th, and it was a multitude of peaceful uh, a peaceful protests about five blocks away from the Capitol. You don't see the videos of that. They don't show it, and that's intentionally, um, and that's not good. That's not good. Well, I, I don't know, LQ, if it's not, if it's intentional, we in the media, we in the media are going to go with the most compelling video that we have. And unfortunately, it's not newsworthy to just show thousands of people that are peaceful exercising their First Amendment right. If you have an attack on the Capitol, that's going to lead a thousand out of a thousand times. Well, LQ, I, I, uh, you're gone. I thank you for the call. Let's go to Greg in uh, Central Valley. Good morning. And then we're going to go to Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Greg. What's on your mind? Uh, who is characterizing the statement that was made by the rapper as an apology? Is that you calling his statement an apology? I, I or can, is that him? I can only refer to what he says it is. He says he, it's an apology that he was wrong. Well, those are his words. Oh, yes. Oh, okay, those are his I got it. All right. Only because it certainly doesn't sound like one to me. It sounds like a self-serving statement being made to provide excuses for his behavior. I didn't hear words of an apology in the statement unless I missed it somewhere. Well, he went he went on and on and on. And in the interest of time, we can only give you uh, bits and pieces. Um, you, you know, I, I do have to be honest and point out the other side. And, Greg, I do thank you for your call. You, you know, he uh, he did what he did, almost provoked what could have been a full riot. And th- it seems like then he remembered that he's a business owner in the community. And while you're, quote, unquote, jumping bad with the police, 
you need the same police force to protect your juice bar that you own with uh, Judicus, the the uh, the rapper. And so the whole thing is just ugly and awful, and I just want the dysfunction to stop. I want the dysfunction. Dysfunction happens in every community, in every community. But what's happening in urban communities across America, oh, well, I— I only I only broke the glass window and stole the TV, but the police were rough with me. No justice, no peace. There should be a protest. Or 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 here's one here's one even better. So the medical examiner has come back um, in Akron, Ohio, and said that the young man was shot. I think forty seven times by the police, but the community, some in the community. Don't want to look at his actions. Listen, no one should be shot 47 times. It's unfortunate the young man lost his life. But the police pull you over in a traffic stop. You keep on going. So then the car is cornered and you you you, you have to pull over. And police believe they see, they showed the video or the pictures of a gunshot being fired. Then they show you bolting from the scene in the dead of summer with a ski mask on. And then according to police, as he's running away, he made a turning motion towards police. Folks, they don't know if the gun is in the car or if you have the gun on your possession. And and he was shot. And now we have people holding up signs like this guy is the the choir boy of the year. I mean, are are, are we are we serious here? I, I'm sorry for what happened to him. You know the, the the one incident in Minneapolis, that that police officer, she's in jail right now because she went to reach for her taser, and unfortunately pulled out her gun. And shot the young man after he was trying to get away. When we all know, if you're going to be honest, just go back 10 years or 10 years maybe forward, no police officer would even be indicted on that type of situation. But let's go to our friend Hudson in the Bronx. Good morning, Hudson. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. It's good to hear you, man. Thank you. Good morning. What's going on? Not too much, man. Uh, it's not Judicus. It's Jadakus. Jadakus. Okay. All right. Well, you Jadakus. can tell I'm not big on uh, Jadakus. Jadakus. <laughs> so it's Jadakus? Jadakus? It's Jadakus, yeah. Okay. Well, and what song is his hit? I know he's a big star, but what song is his? Top five dead or alive. No, he's he's a yeah, he's a legend in, in the Bronx and Yonkers, man. He's probably one of the best rappers ever if you ever listen to him, but... As far as as far as styles, as far as Dave Styles, mm-hmm. he's been a piece, he's been a piece of crap since he was a kid. There's not anyone that likes him in the Bronx or Yonkers. So, so, so just to put those guys, those guys are totally separate. He is just his own man, and he's a piece of garbage. So that video and that whole thing, I don't think that surprises anybody. Um, and as far as you were talking about the Yonkers PD, just from the people that I know in Yonkers. Yonkers, I know you said that if that would have went whatever, that the people would have protested and stuff. From what I understand, they have a pretty good relationship with the whole community. They do. So, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So so I, I think that even if him 
who has a bad reputation with everybody, even if something went wrong, I think they have a really good web with everybody and, and everything would have been calm. But, hey, Dom, I miss you, man. It's been a while. So well, thank you, Hudson, and you have a great morning. But the problem I have with it is how do you release only a partial video, and that's your point, of a racist society, two white police officers slamming a black woman on the ground. Where are her rights? That's not what happened. That's not what happened. Let's go to our friend Stan before I take a break. Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? Two things. One, Audrey, if you're listening, I'll come and help you, baby. I don't want anyone hurting you. You're such a sweetheart. Oh, isn't that nice of you? You hear me, Audrey? I know you've said some nice things. Anybody that touches you, I'm coming over there, okay? I'll stay. Well, you know, hey, you're a fabulous lady. You make some nice calls. You're a decent human being. You don't need to be pushed. And you push back. I like that. That's that's good. Secondly, I'm not interested in the crying thing tonight. I'm interested in something more important that's going to sneak up on us, and it's doing that now, and that's the COVID. It's coming back. It hasn't gone anywhere. It took a little vacation, but it's coming back with a little bit more force, the COVID-5. And we got to watch it, and uh, there's more cases coming up. Dominic, you got to get that fourth shot. My heavens, I'm no, asking No, I, Stan, I, I think about you all the time, and I'm, I'm just tired of the vaccines. <laughs> hey, tired is one thing. Death is another. Okay? I don't that, need Dominic that's a, Carter. That, that's a good point. That's hey, a good point. Uh, what's boring and what's annoying is one thing. I want D on this radio because one day I don't want to hear something that I don't want to hear. So please, as much as you don't, get your wife to pick you up and throw you out of the house and take, let her take you to get that fourth shot. Please. Hey, but Stan, I, I hear you. But here's what <laughs> bothers me, right? So you get the vaccine. And you're like, okay, I'm fine. And then the next day, your arm hurts like hell. My and, arm. But wait, wait. My arm hurt too. But stand. But but my right. but my point is, what's in this thing that twenty twenty four hours later, my arm is killing me. Dominic, how many times have you gotten shots in the past? Have you gotten shots in the past and your arm hurt you for a day or two? Come on. Not, you, not hey, really. You have to be like three years old. I'm going to have to take you to school and get you the shots. <laughs> hey, you're hey, Stan, a smart guy. Stan, can, can I have a lollipop afterwards? We'll get the, we'll get the cake <laughs> after you take the shot, baby. Stan, I thank you for the call. Thank you. Mate. You made me laugh. That's a good thing. Dominic Carter here with you when we come back. More of your telephone calls and the chronicles of Dominic Carter. WABC. These are the chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And a couple of things, folks. One, the shooting, uh, mass shooting, if you will, in Indiana Sunday, a lone gunman with a long gun killed three people before an armed bystander at the mall killed him in the Greenwood Park Mall food court. Again, this happened a Sunday evening in Indiana. We're going back to your telephone calls, but first, that AOC situation where she was sexually harassed walking into the Capitol, no matter what rhetoric she's used in the past that incident was inappropriate and disgusting the guy that did it i mean describing her body parts like we need a play-by-play from a male on a female's body parts who gave you that type of entitlement 
But anyway, the guy that did it, Alex Stein, appeared on Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, Facebook podcast, and she says, Green says, that AOC should have said thank you. Okay, great. So AOC, who who was very upset, you know, you're a comedian, you're doing what you do, saying things are actually quite the compliments. I was complimenting. She's Jenny from the block. I mean, J-Lo is known for her voluptuous okay. derriere, and all I was trying to do is say, you look great. I don't know why. And I'm in Texas, and you're in Georgia, so we have Southern hospitality. Right. That's how we talk. You're a beautiful lady. You are a very beautiful lady, and that, and I don't mean that anything sexual. I'm just saying I'm just uh, commenting on your beauty. I don't think that that, for me, is some sort of negative thing, but they live in a, in a society where compliments are bigotry and based they in racism. They are. And hate. It is. It's, it's mm-hmm. terrible. But but in our what, how we feel in our culture where we believe in um, you know two genders yeah no male, no there's seventeen female. actually now <laughs> no. that's, that's what some people say I know but, it's insane but no it's, it's I think women should be confident and if someone if a man gives you a compliment a woman can say thank you that's a good yeah. thing say thank you or you know if she's going up the stairs and someone's yelling stuff at her she can just wave and go on. Yeah. Not go into full outrage. Hmm. So I'm curious as to do men still um, at construction sites, for example, you see a nice looking woman walk by in my world. Maybe I'm old fashioned now. You know, you might say, hello, young lady. You look very nice today. Hello, sweetie. You look very nice today. Right. That's that's the way was done in in my world but in in my my time you didn't say hey you are hot latina what a big fat i mean i and she's supposed to go thank you let's go out to dinner pick me up at eight o'clock when she's a sitting member of congress give me a break let's go to douglas in brooklyn who is disagreeing with me good morning douglas what's on your mind hey dominic how you doing pretty good see the thing is you're very quick to talk about when people do acts of misconduct against the police. Mm-hmm. But when the police of New York commit acts of misconduct against New Yorkers, you, you never bring it up. It's never brought up. Well, well Douglas, um, one, I appreciate the way you're approaching me with this, but that's simply not true. Ask Amadou Diallo's mother if I speak up for for victims. I could give you a list of uh, alleged police brutality victims where when something happened with their families, I was the first phone call that they made. And they will tell you that I stood with them from beginning to end. And so maybe maybe you're listening to me as of late. But but I do feel, Douglas, I have to be honest with you, I feel that half of this crap is made up against police. The Yonkers situation, they didn't do anything wrong. And these two community agitators wanted these cops labeled as racist. And so, so like, can you give me an example of what you feel I should be speaking out uh, in support of, uh, uh, to your point? Pull you over for doing 33 and a 25. It could be a speeding ticket for 33 and a 25. As far as I'm concerned, that's an act of misconduct. Well, like uh, yeah, well, well, I would disagree with you, Douglas, and I'm somebody that has a pretty lead foot. Um, if you're going anything five miles over the speed limit, you deserve what you get. I mean, I, 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 I hear you, Douglas, but, but I just, I just respectfully disagree 
especially given this climate of what's going on um, across America. You, you have situations where community residents are are sparking an incident, and then the police are wrong when they do what we pay them to do, not to kill people, but to show up and respond and handle a situation. But I, but I hear you, and I thank you very much, Douglas, for your telephone call. Let's go to Linda. Linda in Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. Uh, I want to disagree with you about okay. that. About what? Uh, we, <laughs> about AOC. Um, okay. Is, as, stu- as stupid as the, uh, you know, the subject is her, AOC. Um, we used to go to work um, in Manhattan years ago, and we all, we'd walk down the block and the construction workers around there always whistled at us. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we look good going to work, and and it was a, you know, and they smiled, and it wasn't insulting. It was a compliment. I mean, even if whatever he said, you know, it's not such a big deal. Especially she's putting that thing out. She said, "Oh, they, every guy wants to sleep with me." Do you remember that? I I remember she that well. That? I remember that well. Yeah, she, but- what politician says every guy wants to sleep with me? You'd be surprised what they say privately. I didn't hear them. <laughs> you, I only you, heard her. You'd, you'd be surprised, Linda. As a matter of fact, I would venture to say many of them have the same type of personality that AOC has, but they are very polished and they know what not to say publicly. She sometimes does not know uh, what to say. But I mean, but Linda, I, I do want to ask you this. Right. So you're let's just say you're on your way to work. Right. Like the example you just gave me. And it's not just a regular construction worker, you know, saying you look nice and, you know, whistling it whistling at you. It's some guy that's actually describing you, giving a play by play of your body. That's cool, Linda. (laughs) Well, I'm saying I. Are you really going to do this to me? Okay. <laughs> this was a, yeah, you're really doing this to me. Okay. This was a little exaggerated, but I mean, he was doing it the same as her. He was doing it actually like you, you talk, we're all talking about it just to get public. They all do all this stuff to get publicity. Now that's right? true. They, they all want to be talked about. Everybody, that guy, he, he nobody's going to know him or talk about him. Right. I didn't know who he was. Right. And now everybody talks about him, that he got what he wanted, right? Right. And 15 she's an, minutes I think of fame. She's, I think she's an idiot. And, and she turned around <laughs> like that. She should just keep walking. You know, if we didn't like a guy saying something, you keep walking. You don't, you know, you don't turn around. You don't get, encourage him, right? These guys years ago, when, you know, they're doing construction, nice. They were nice guys. They whistled and, and they were friendly. And, and, you know, smile back, you know. It's not a. It's not a big deal. Linda, I, mean, I, insu- I, 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 I would be insulted if they didn't. But Linda, I have to ask you this, and then I have to move on. Frank Morano uh, is coming up now. So, did any of these construction workers did they catch your eye with their friendliness? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I bet, I bet most of them were married. <laughs> you know, it was like you know a custom then. That was it. You know, it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, in Manhattan, it's you know how it how right. it was. Well, Linda, I thank you as always for your call, and you have a wonderful morning. Joining me right now, Frank Morano. We need more women like Linda out there. Ah. Not, not only accept harassment, but welcome it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what society needs more of, absolutely. So Curtis Lee gave me oh, hell. Boy. 
tonight, an hour ago, because he says that he was not invited. To, he said it on air. He said it off air. I, just, I don't know why. I'm no longer even justifying <laughs> Curtis's craziness with a response. I, I, I invited Curtis. I was on the phone with him the other day, and I said, just so you can't say I didn't invite you. Now, I know you have to work. I know you're not going to come. But just so you could say I, I, you can't say I didn't invite you, you're invited to the barbecue on Saturday. He said, oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. I, I, he said, I'm coming up with all sorts of reasons why I wasn't invited, all these people that were there instead of me. Uh, but uh, Curtis absolutely was invited. But uh, whatever. Okay. I, I, there's nothing further to say on the matter. I hear you guys had a wonderful time. It, great time. Great time, even with the rain. So we'll give some highlights, even without you, which was which was a big uh, a big blow to lose you. Oh, there. boy. But, but, oh, yeah, boy. Here we go. Before we go back to the telephone calls, what do you have for uh, me? By now? the way, I uh, do want to apologize. I took a nap Friday morning right before the show, and I missed our normal appearance. So it in, happens. In my Facebook group, people are coming up with all sorts of crazy conspiracy theories about are why I wasn't. Yeah. Some people say, oh, this is because Frank is syndicated now. He can't go on Dominic's show. People coming up with some conceived uh, animosity between the two of us. So Are you that's, serious? Yeah, so that's all, all on me. I apologize to the audience. Did, did you tell them that we spend hours before the show every night in the same, in the same room working together? They're on the same wavelength as Curtis, so okay. I'm not going to bother. Okay. Hey, uh, so we're going to take a look at a fascinating life and a fascinating death. Uh, that has to do with George Reeves. George Reeves who uh, played Superman, there's always been a lot of questions about his death. So Jim Nolte is sort of the keeper of the George Reeves flame. We're going to talk about his life and his career and some of the mysterious circumstances surrounding his death. There's always been a lot of speculation that maybe he was killed by accident or maybe it was a murder. We're going to get into it with Jim Nolte. So it's going to be a fun show. Sounds wonderful. I will be listening. You select the next call. We're going to go How about Marjorie? Good morning, Marjorie. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Yes, uh, good morning, and thank you for taking my call, uh, which I uh, just go back to the topic of marijuana. You know, I've been smelling the odor of pot for a long time all over the city, but this one instance stays in my mind. It happened about two and a half to three years ago. My friend and I, it was a Friday night. We left the show uh, in downtown Manhattan, and we were walking towards the express bus uh, near the block of Broom and Broadway. We wanted to get the express bus back to Brooklyn. It so happened that I remember distinctly saying to my friend, I can't breathe. I literally, the entire block was like that. Wow. And the point wait, of trying to wait, make Marjorie, it, I, I, Marjorie, I have to, Marjorie, I have to step in. I have to step in. Please give me a call tomorrow or you can call Frank during his show. It's just that I'm out of time. I really want to hear your story. I wanted to go to John and Garden City, Elizabeth and Pearl River, but I'm out of time. I will be back tomorrow, but keep it right there. Frank Marano and the other side of midnight.